Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA or you've got a few recovery periods, we have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show welcome to the hypothalamic amenorrhea podcast i'm danny sheriff your host certified fertility awareness practitioner functional nutrition counselor and founder of the ha society and of course an ha recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel again. My batch recording of questions for people while I travel in Australia, catch up with my family, have my daughter meet everyone. Um, She's met my parents, but she hasn't met my siblings and she's never been home. So that is exciting. I hope you guys are praying for me on my uh, 19 hour journey with a two year old. (laughs) I'm actually going 
Austin, Dallas, flying Austin to Dallas. It's like an hour. Then Sydney, sorry, then Dallas to Sydney, 19 hours. Then Sydney to Brisbane, one hour. Insanity, madness, chaos, the whole thing. But that's how you have to get there if you're trying to get to Brisbane from Austin. <laughs> so anyway, I'm there by the time you're watching this, but I'm not home yet. So please pray for me for the flight home. Anyway, I'm trying to not think about it. I'm trying to stay busy with work stuff till I go because otherwise I'll just freak. So let's instead answer Viv's question. I don't haven't read it yet, but I did see the her her last line, and she's like, "If you do reply to this, please be gentle." <laughs> okay, I'm glad I saw that. <laughs> okay, she says, "Hello, thank you for your precious podcasts. I love your Q and A and recovery videos. Helps loosen up my stubborn denial mode." <laughs> Let's do it, Viv. I'm 42 and I'm a pro at having HA now for the fifth time. This time it's been on three years, which is the longest period of HA so far, pun intended. I like you, Viv. You should come be a copywriter for my business. During this three years of HA, I was about 55 kilograms for most of the time. I'm 167 centimeters. Um, or one meter 67. I assume that's the same thing. I have been told that a woman's healthy weight is when the period has been normal. I love that. A few years ago during my third HA, I had to stop working out because of surgery for two months, but I was still restricting food. Yet my period came back at 55 kilos. So that weight should, or could it be okay for my normal hormonal activity? Last spring, my weight went up 57 kilos without me actually trying to recover. I couldn't figure out how my body did this. Now I'm 57 kilos doing mild workouts, eating about 2000 calories per day, but no sign of a period. Signs of OCD over food and body image? Yes. I went to a nutritionist recently. She said my weight went up probably because my body slowed up my metabolism. She also talked about the body's natural set point, how it can differ from person to person, and that it's usually the weight a woman has when reaching adulthood. I know my natural set point body type is between 55 to 59 kilograms. I'm not naturally lean. I look chubby even when having a um, I look chubby even when having a deficit percentage of body fat. That's the problem. I only like the way I look at 55 kilos or below, but I know that won't work. So my question is, is there a way to lower my set point and have normal hormonal activity. That is, go from HA to HA, you know, hormonal activity. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, is there a way to lower my set point and, and have a period, okay? Or do I have to just accept the fact that if I want my period back, I have to live with my chubby self and let go of the lean dream once and for all? You can't see my hands, but I'm raising them once and for all. Last question slash hope. Could it be possible that if I tried intuitive eating, letting go of all restriction and thus the stress accompanying it, 
if I let my body and mind reset, could it be that then my period might just turn up even at say 55 kilos? Thank you so much for reading this. I will look forward to your replying. In case you do, please be gentle, but I know you probably want to smack all of my chubby butts. Viv, there's so much going on with your question and you know the answers to this. Um, and your main one I'm going to reiterate here. Is there a way to lower my set point and have normal hormonal activity? That is, go from having HA to being hormonally healthy and still control my body to the nth degree. <laughs> it's pretty much what she's saying. And also, is it possible that if I just like trust the process and let all of this go, my body will just go to its natural set point? That part, yes, is true. If you can just let it go, but you have to just be patient. It, um, it doesn't happen quickly. It's the longest part of the process. You have to let it go, let your body surrender to what it needs to do, let it gain the weight and sit at the weight it needs to be at. Um, and then over time, when it has spent enough time there, comfortable, and has managed to get the body to homeostasis, then you're going to probably see a body recomp shift. Imagine you are reforesting a damaged rainforest. We go in, we plant plants, we release animals back in, and we hope that all of the things that they do to help that, um, that environment thrive allows it to reach homeostasis. Do you expect that to happen within a year? No. Do you expect it to begin? Yes. But to be beautiful and perfect? No, we need a handful of years. So I want to be realistic with that, that body recomposition doesn't happen overnight. So also you're 167. So you're ever so slightly on the taller side of um, average. And 55 to 59 kilos. I think I was just talking about this in the very last video, which for me was like 10 minutes ago, but for you was a week ago. If you watch these in order, that is not a heavy body weight. Absolutely not. You cannot come at me with being chubby at 59 kilos, 167. Centimeters, no, 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 no. Body dysmorphia, this is a problem, this is a red flag. So when you call yourself Viv, my dear, who I love, um, and I'm being gentle here, right? When you call yourself chubby, you're the one being not gentle. Um, this, is, this is wildly inaccurate. I know you may feel softer, you may not feel like these are, this is super tight, 12% body fat, right? But you are not supposed to be 12% body fat. You're supposed to be well above the twenties, well above them. You're good. You know what I mean? So I think that you're really going to, um, this is where it's like, talk about the negotiations people have when they come into this. I want to achieve this and I don't want any of these things about my life to change. How do we do it? And sometimes people have a wider net of negotiations. And sometimes people are like very, are being very narrow about it. And I get that narrow vibe from me, right? I will not, like, like, I think if you saw 
a six, like a 60 on your scale, you would probably flip and just be like, ah, no, 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 this can't be it. It must be something else. It must be PCOS. It must have a tumor. You just like, ah, no, right? And that's going, that's a really tight boundary to hold. And that's going to be, that's going to be difficult to, to overcome, right? If you try to get your period back holding that boundary and that's what you're trying to do, but you also see it, right? Cause you're emailing in and you're, you're saying that you're doing this and you're wondering if it's possible. And I don't think it is, right? You have been on and off HA, meaning your body has never been able to fully come out of this sensitive state. It's remained sensitive. You've always given it the minimum it needs to get a bleed, right? But when things aren't going perfect, it, you just fall right off. It's like on a tightrope, which is evident in what you're saying about how like, I had a period at, you know, somewhere like 57 kilos or something. And then I started exercising, it went away, right? There's a difference there. That's a sensitivity. You could probably be leaner if you do no activity. Sure. If you're going to do activity, you cannot restrict your eating. You cannot restrict your body weight and expect to be healthy. It's too late. You know, it's, it's really too late for us to, to skip the healing process, right? We can't biohack our way out of this. It's too late for us to go, oh, okay, I'll stop um, restricting and I'll go to maintenance like I should have been this whole time. Now we have to go into that surplus. Now we might need to eat more food. We might need to gain more weight than we ever needed to. You cannot go from deficit to maintenance. You must go deficit surplus. Let maintenance come once you get that period. That's the process. Deficit, surplus, period, three months, maintenance. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. 
We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. I think that's going to be important for you. Um, I think you also need to work on this body image piece because you are not big. You are not chubby. I think that, dude, I swear some of y'all would see me in person and you'd be like, oh my God, she's big. <laughs> I am sitting well above what most of you guys are when you come to me. I've had very few clients bigger than me and I'm not big. I'm great. I'm hot. I'm curvy. I got the thing going on. It's going to be great. So I just think that you know what to do and you're just going to have to do it. Um, I think that if you can tap into what your intuition is telling you, listen to that, move away from what the scared, disordered eating part of you is thinking, you're, you're going to see success, but right now you're stuck, afraid to move, because what if I just need to do this one little extra thing, right? I don't think you're far away from being fully recovered because you have had multiple periods. You know what to do. I think you're afraid to take the steps that you know you need to do and actually let your body just be. Like, because even your question, right? Um... Is there a way for me to move out of HA, hack my way into hormonal activity so I don't have, so I can continue, can I continue to control every ounce of this so I can be the person that I want to be, which actually is just the body that you want to have because nothing changes about you as a person. It's like, you know, we really just want to get our period back and still be super lean. And if that was able to happen, that would just be happening right now. You know? <laughs> there's not like a miss, there's potentially not a missing supplement. You're working with the nutritionist. Um, I think first of all, you should just probably stop exercising because you've seen evidence there with that. Um, I think it might be really hard for you to stop exercising and increase your food exponentially. So that's like one thought. And it sounds like you're one of the people that may have a sensitivity to exercise. So some people are more sensitive to introducing exercise than they are to um, reducing food. The second you do both, right? If you introduce exercise, you don't introduce food. I mean, definitely going to be a problem. But some people introduce exercise and increase food and they still see a challenge with their cycle because it hasn't been able to reach allostasis, which is your body's ability to tolerate stress. It's not ready to tolerate additional stress. I think that's where you're at. Um, 
yeah, I, I'm not naturally lean. I don't know, dude. That's, I think there's a diff, like there's, there's this, just this belief. There's just this, this belief happening that like, it's not okay to carry body fat. Like it's just, it's not okay. It's a, it's a genuine health problem. The fact that I have body fat is definitely bad and objectively a problem. So we can't say that it's helping me. Like, no. Do you understand the role of body fat in the body? Are you aware of how body fat plays into the creation and communication of hormones? Leptin and ghrelin, which is so important for sending um, communication pulses through the body that say, hey, we are safe. Hunger and fullness cues are very reliant on your your actual ability to have body fat. So when we're chasing leanness, we're chasing less health often, right? When we're trying to be lean all the time, right? And we've got, as a society, we have quite a skewed definition of lean. I'll tell you now. We've now made lean def mean that there's no body fat and that you can see all your muscles and have a six pack. That's not lean. That's, that's, I mean, like it is, but that's not where it begins, right? That's a skewed perspective. You need to have some body fat. When your cycle is disappearing, when you lose a little bit of weight, you have the, in this is the information, this is the message, there's no more questioning. This is a problem, right? And I'm not out here trying to ruin everyone's life, telling them you gotta gain weight, have a bad life. No, it's awesome to have your period. It's awesome to stop obsessing about how lean you are. Your life gets better. Go have some fun. You know, I, I hear you here. I'm having these, these OCD issues, these anxiety issues over food and body image. That could all go away. You could enter into the good life. Welcome to the good life where you can hold some body fat. You can have some jiggle and it doesn't matter. You're more healthy because of it. Everyone around you still loves you. Nothing bad happens. This is the case for most people, right? Everyone loves you. That's it. That's the thing. I feel like, um, I feel like I'm waffling, so I'm gonna stop. But I want you to know, Viv, that you know what to do. If you need help, encouragement, like, let's chat. I love your email. You crack me up. We vibe. I will talk with you, right? I'll work with you. Um, but you also know what to do. So there's that. I hope this was entertaining for you guys too. Helpful if you got something out of it. Uh, please like and subscribe to this channel. If you have a question you would like to submit, please send it to me, danny at vhasociety.com or on Instagram or in the comments on the YouTube below. And I'll see you guys next week for another episode. Mwah. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 
100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs. And then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle's not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop, and we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, 
eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp which is important for overall thyroid function which is often low in women with underperforming hormones so rather than eat seaweed snacks every day i get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine so if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now do not skimp the nutrient rich source of beef liver get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way they ship to most countries so you should be covered just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society just HA Society at the checkout for the 10% off that's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.